Hello and welcome to The Stream, a podcast where we talk about movies. My name is Giancarlo Altuve, and joining me as always, Nader Samara. What's that in Johnny Boy? Not much, man. What's going on? Titty, titty, titty. Get those titties out of here. Wait, what, what is happening? That is a line from Rush Hour. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. It's what he says as he's <laughs> escorting people out of a bomb zone. That is a that is a factual statement yeah. of a line in the movies that we're going to be discussing today. Let me just get the agenda out of the way. We're going to do some news. We're going to talk about um, the Rush Hour trilogy, and then we are in our buffering uh, segment. We were going over the winter of 1998, the year, the second year in the streams. New year, same podcast. Biatch. Even though it's the same year, it's confusing, but it's not. But you'll get it. Yeah. Oh, we hope. It doesn't matter. Winter is the beginning of the year in both reality and movie (laughs) seasons. It's not that confusing. I try to explain it to people, and they look at me like, but it doesn't put the winter. Like hobos on the street are like scholars. That's right. Okay. It makes sense to me. Everything you're saying, I like. Nader, we're going to get into some news right now. What's going on with you, man? (laughs) Uh, uh, I'm coming off this, uh, this Rush Hour trilogy just like you, man. Pretty fresh, actually. How fresh we talking? You watched it today? I watched it today. So you pulled a John on this. Mm, I don't like what that means. <laughs> it usually means that I wait till the last minute to watch the movies we're going to talk about. Okay, because that also feels like it's just what a prostitute does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're thinking of Johns. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Now, again, you're from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. so John means something else over there. It could also mean someone got anything correct. Now, you lived in Philly. I know you're not from Philly, but mm-hmm. I like to joke. Mm-hmm. Um... What's your favorite cheesesteak? Is it, um, hear me out, Tony Steaks? No, not at all. All right, so this is actually, this just got very complicated yeah, for me. okay. So I was born and raised a Jim's guy, which is on South Street. Jim's Steaks, sorry. Yes. On but South then, Street. But South I recently Fort. changed like uh, five, six years ago to Ishka Bibbles, I don't know which Ishka is also Bibbles. on South Street. I love the But name. I've now just found out, this is breaking news, I've now just found out that I probably shouldn't be messing with Ishka Bibbles for various health reasons as well as employee reasons. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's tackle that one at a time. Okay. Uh, Ishka Bibble? Ishka Bibbles. Is the name. Ishka Bibbles. Okay. Yeah. What is their specialty? Uh, it's a chicken cheesesteak, but I don't get that. I just get a regular cheesesteak. Chicken cheesesteak. Yeah, that's that's the exact. Yeah. That, that was right. the sign. I should have known that you that go, was specialty. You get um, peppers and onions? What? No. Salt, pepper, onions, whiz. So then yeah, so you get onions. Is that what you're asking? I said peppers and onions. Oh, yeah. No peppers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And what kind of... You get whiz. Always was. That's the only cheese you get on a cheesesteak. End of story. All right. That, the, one right that concludes Damn. Philadelphia cheesesteak talk. <laughs> Shouldn't have got me this high. Um, speaking of Philadelphia cheesesteaks, mm. I have no transition. Let's talk about movies, man. Rush hour time. <laughs> Rush hour. That They definitely um, listen to Boys to Men at some point <laughs> in the universe, and they're from Philadelphia. That's all I got. Oh, my God. That's the closest to... Um, I'll take it over because you're clearly having a stroke, What's wrong John? with that? You don't like that transition? <laughs> I thought it was on point. All right, now we're going to do the Rush Hour Trilogy. The fastest hands in the East. Wow. Meet the biggest mouth in the West. Just received a threat on the building. We ask you, please exit the building. Do not panic. Alright. Little girl get kidnapped. Jackie Chan salty about it. His homeboy is little girl daddy though. They gotta get her back. Chris Tucker is blowing up C4 with the boy from Reservoir Dogs. Then they gotta team up, but don't know and give them no respect on their names though. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
steering wheel, burrito, is gone. Gates, he inside. Everyone in this movie is a character actor. <laughs> Everyone with speaking lines you've seen in something else. True. My man Juntao, lost. We found him. He's at a Chinese restaurant with Tom Wilkinson. Screens, the necklace, oh, explosion. Explosion. <laughs> Got a long red sheet, though. Mm. Just fell on some antiques. What color panties you got on, girl? Chris Tucker's a nemesis. Nemesis? Mm-hmm. It, it exploded, but not where it needed to explode it. Money everywhere. Got it. Rush Hour 1 is done. Okay. <clears throat> Rush Hour 2. This is a challenge you gave yourself. Here we go. I'm on a boat. <laughs> Ah, Rosalind Sanchez, girl, this is my boat. It isn't. Uh-oh, Ricky Tan in there, but she just shot him. Blau, Ricky Tan in the water. Hey, let's go get these massages. All right, let's do it. Oh, no, Ricky Tan back. Oh, no, Ricky. Where you going? He's like, I got to go. They about to whoop your ass. We singing songs of karaoke, though. What you just told them to do was to take out their samurai swords and shave your butt. Casino time. Piven is. I like how you're Tarantinoing the story. (laughs) Piven is doing his uh his entourage in reverse. (laughs) I'm gonna put a dead animal on you. Buttercream, buttercream, buttercream. (laughs) You stepped in some rat shit. Mochaccino face. Casino, kung fu. Money. Scully from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Mandela! He ain't gonna be on Rush Hour 3. Rush Hour 3 is tricky for the kid. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it to being with you. <laughs> Jackie's brother is back. And he's assassinating everybody. Chris Tuck is a perv. So is the director of all three of these movies. <laughs> we sing in songs again. And it's the funniest. Jackie on a swing. Not a sex swing, but there is a scene where girls are naked for bad reasons. That's a wig. Oh shit, I'm bald now. The driver is hilarious. The driver doesn't get enough credit. Driver loves the Godfather. Eiffel Tower, hanging off structures, Golden Gate Rush Hour 3. Yeah. I did it. Nailed it. That was your best recap. Was it? No. Oh. (laughs) Didn't feel it. Anytime I give you a compliment, you have to know it's in jest. Um. <laughs> Alright, so when we were discussing doing the Rush Hour trilogy It was oh, a mistake <laughs> One in three are on Amazon Prime, two is on HBO When we were discussing Cameron. doing this, uh, the main point of contention was should we do Rush Hour 3 It was should we actually, actually You know what my main point of contention was Here we go um, The director of this movie, a real piece of shit Ooh, One of the worst people in Hollywood yep. And uh, unfortunately... That's how three starts. Three <laughs> likes to begin with a lot of perv shit. Boy, when Chris Tucker's got those women's in the car. But w- but let's not let's not get ahead of ourselves. We gotta bring it back. Yeah, um, because let's start with the good times first. Let's start with the good times. So whole, big picture, rush hour. Um, B- I don't know about you. When I was B- like growing up, R H. It went back and forth between whether I liked one or two more. Did you have the same feeling, or did you always know one was from the other? So um, I think I liked two more because I watched it more because I was I had more access to same. it for whatever reason. Yep. And um, but rewatching the first one, 
I was like, wow, it's the first one is so it's per- good. It's a perfect buddy cop movie. And there's a lot of like jokes just that are aged out because of time. But there's a lot of jokes that still work. Great. I don't think in in one. I don't. I don't think that one is the yeah, one that made like, me feel that way. It was. It was honestly three. It was the contemporary one that made me feel the weirdest. Well, this, these movies love to reference themselves. Sure. Uh, and the, oh, can I read way, you a list of things that are in uh, both Rush Hour movies? Oh, yeah, yeah, please. Wow. So uh, there's so many. It's uh, it's it's pretty crazy. So the the staples of Rush Hour one and two specifically are uh, is a, a major rich white guy is the villain, right. uh, a villain that falls off a structure at the end, which does happen in all three. Oh wow, yeah. Airport scenes, which do also happen in all three. Failed hookups also happen in all yeah. three. <laughs> Same thing with gag reels, as well as uh, both characters hanging off something together. Uh, yeah. In wow. in every single movie, it's it's like the Mission Impossible thing. Wait, do they hang off something together over. in the first one? Uh yeah yeah uh Jackie Chan is hanging off the yeah together and, though ooh mm because they do in two and three well, well no no I, that's why I said both characters because um oh both characters yeah because yeah, okay. Tom Wilkinson is hanging off him yes yeah yeah exactly um so I I mean I I really I really enjoyed the first two movies so I watched this is what I did I watched late one night I watched Rush Hour the next day I watched uh, two and three back to back. And, um, <laughs> it's like, it's, oh man, like to go from the joy that I had in watching two and then literally with, within five minutes of, uh, three, I'm like, I'm not going to enjoy this. It's rough. Cause Chris Tucker, by the way, Chris Tucker looks like he aged in the six years, 40 years. Cause in two, he looks great. He, he, looks, he looks so fantastic. buff. Yeah. He's really skinny in one, very fit in, uh, two. in two and then just different in, in three. He, he becomes a big boy at the end. Oh, low husky Chris. Yeah, uh, a couple things. Um, Chris Tucker's character in three, for whatever reason, when he finds out that the chick has a wig and mm-hmm. she's actually bald, oh, God. why does he immediately assume she's a man? That's why I said three is the one that aged the worst. Bro, I'm telling you, that's the one. That- <laughs> Yo, but like. What a weird conclusion why does to he, jump Why to. does he want to fuck a, a girl that he has known since she was, uh, like, eight years old and he was, like, 35? Why, oh, why about, does uh, that turn the daughter? On? Yeah. Also, the math didn't work out. They're like, oh, she's over 10. And then she's, like, supposed nah, to be 18. Nah. It doesn't work. All that's got to go. There's, there's so many issues with this movie. But let's talk about the good times. Um, hey, uh, cameos from actors in these movies that do a great job. Don Cheadle Ugh. is fantastic. Kung Fu Kenny. That's where you little Kendrick Lamar fans really need to yeah, do your research, that's right. okay? That's right. Also, the funniest part, the thing that made me laugh the most in Rush Hour was him in the um, the gag reel. Oh, my he's God. Like, His name is Lee. Lee. <laughs> Chris Tucker Don calling Cheadle. Jackie Chan. Jackie is the best. Don Cheadle is working way too hard in that movie. <laughs> he's not, I mean, that's why they give him the respect of being oh. uh, Freddie Crenshaw. I love Freddie, it. Freddie Crenshaw. <laughs> Trained by funny. Freddie Crenshaw. They are brothers. Yeah. Um, how about a uh, how about Pinky in one? Pinky from from Friday. Oh yeah, Pinky from Friday is in one. He's like, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see you. I'm gonna see you on church this Sunday. There, that, that's a great scene. Um, a little weird. Jackie Chan saying the N word. Ooh, but but ain't it great though? It's funny. <laughs> ain't it? Ain't it hilarious? But uh, he says it so awkwardly. I I don't know what ethnicity the person wrote this was. It's Ross Lamana, so I guess Hispanic. Ah, uh, sure. But I don't know. Could be Italian. Uh, I don't know, but I'll tell you this. I'm 
I'd rather be in the movie than not. Oh man, it is really. It's funny. pretty great. It's pretty great. I I really did enjoy um, the, in the first two movies. Like like the universe they build is is great. All the characters. Although, what's up with the uh, my man um, Philip Baker Hall shows up in one, doesn't show up in two. Oh, he's really funny in those scenes. Actually, he he, he surprised he shows up in me a little three bit. Again yeah, for a second. Oh yeah, he's in the beginning with the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, don't know, man. Hey, what's up with the references to The Godfather in uh, Rush Hour 3? Oh, my God. I what's don't know that who about? they were. I don't know who they were. You're very upset. Get your, get that your, movie get your does not off. deserve it. No, it does not. They did the, we the, agree. the moving the, the... There's no... The, all the, They sent away all the guards in the hospital, and they have to move the... First off, and it bothered me in The Godfather, but it bothers me even more in a modern movie where there's never a time at a hospital where there's no one on the floor. That doesn't ever happen. That is true. Uh, mm, it's it doesn't happen. It it can though. It in can, L.A., though. are you no, kidding no, 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 me? No, 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 no. But it can. <laughs> Maybe in you know Peoria, in Maryland. I, I've been to a hospital in Maryland where it was. Just, I mean, yeah, in Pennsylvania. I've been to a, a hospital in Pennsylvania where it was Listen, like basically no one was on the first. No floor. one cares about the middle bits. <laughs> hey, there's a reason all that action happens in hospitals because you definitely could walk into a hospital and fuck somebody up. I guess I don't know. I just have, and the limited experience I've had with hospitals, I have never seen it been anywhere near as empty as that hospital. They is. they definitely they definitely get empty. So they had the moving of the body reference there, and then the the taxi driver who, when I by the way I don't remember seeing Rush Hour three until this time. Like, uh, I, I, I think I actually saw it in theaters, and I don't remember seeing it in theaters, but I'm pretty sure I, I did. Just, this movie had zero recollection on my brain. Yeah. But the uh, the scene where uh, the taxi driver is first introduced, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this guy's going to be annoying. But then he grew on me. But He's bad in the first. Yeah, in the first. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't like Americans, so fine, whatever. But when he when, gets hype is when you... When they go back him. to his uh, apartment when mm-hmm. they're on the run. And uh, he says to his wife, you never ask me about my business. She smacks him. That was, I was like, another Godfather reference? What's happening? <laughs> They they can't help themselves, I guess. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know who rushed uh, out. Rather, I don't know who Brett Ratner thinks he is. Let's blame it all on Brett. Can we just say, Hashtag if you guys don't Brett. know, Brett Ratner is a horrible, horrible human being. And if you want to get depressed, read about him. <laughs> yeah. Um, hashtag no thanks. Hashtag no thanks. <laughs> uh, That's our hashtag on this podcast. <laughs> wait, so so we agree Rush Hour 1 is better than 2. I think one. I think one is better than two, and I think Jackie Chan is just. I can watch that guy all day. I, see, I think I, I uh, obviously I agree, but I also think that Chris Tucker is funnier in two. He's That's funnier in two. Away. Yeah, but he. This is him at his peak, man. He's so good in this. Also, how crazy is it that in Rush Hour one there is a like the the one of the first like title cards you see like post credit or post like actual opening titles is a uh, it's like last day of. British occupation in yeah. China. I was like, "That's what we doing? In that's Kong, that's what's yeah. happening in Rush Hour." Uh, also, Jung Tao, white guy. No one saw it coming. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no one. No one's. Also, I forget it takes place in two days. Um, so they're yeah. not even. They're not even trying to hide Tom Wilkinson when, like, when you see his hand click the button, you think they're trying to hide it, but it's like five the, seconds later, yeah, the camera just, just turns around. around so yeah. I'm like, "Thank God, guys," because I didn't need to. You know that that is a white man's hand. I, I can see it. Um, staying on Rush Hour one. Oh, let's go. Um. Uh, every so everyone is a character actor. The they got John Hawks yep. hacking uh, star maps. Both uh, both uh, guards at the gate uh, are 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 character actors. Um, yeah, they look familiar, but I couldn't place them. The, the white dude is from uh, Entourage, and the black dude is from like every cop show that's ever oh, been okay. on syndication. They look like cops. Yeah, we already mentioned Pinky. Yeah, uh, the driver during the kidnapping of the little girl that, yes. that talks. 
Yeah. He's in stuff. Yep, you the know him. And of course, Chris Penn from shot. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. And Chris, Chris Penn. Penn also very good. Chris very Penn's good very actor. Good. Yeah. He, he, when used right, he's very good. Yeah, I used I, to think I he was terrible. That. He felt cheesy in I two of the time. Now I like him in hindsight. He's rough in Reservoir Dogs. He's not that great in that. Oh, and my favorite thing about 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 this movie and the whole franchise is how good is the slapstick fighting in these movies? Oh, it's so good. Well, I'm a huge Jackie Chan fan. I uh, Chan fan. I'm a Ch- I'm a Chan fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a Chan stan. Fan of Chan. I'm a Jackie Chan stan fan. Yeah. I'm a fan of Stan. This Chan. is definitely getting cut. I can feel it. No, I'm gonna keep all this in now. <laughs> Continue. No, I, I'm a huge Jackie Chan fan. I really, uh, as I mentioned previously, I I really love uh, the police stories. Uh, those are some of my mm-hmm. favorite movies. I think they're just so entertaining. I remember watching those, not knowing who he was. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember it's like a random TV channel that would have it on late at night, and you'd be like, "Oh, what's this all about?" Um, but Jackie, I mean, Chris Tucker is le- legitimately hysterical in the first two movies. And man, I, I, man, everything, even just the way his face moves, like when he yeah. gets kicked in the face in the second one, it's so funny like, it is really funny the girl keeps getting him right in the face yeah that's good i just the little things like when they get uh in the first one when they get the when they get kicked out of the, the chinese restaurant and he finds a gun is that my gun like little like the way he just act- every, every the way he interacts with every single person oh. oh and when he when he's talking to the guy that gives him the uh the eel soup and the guy's like i ain't no punk bitch, oh, <laughs> that, no is, punk bitch. that is really funny <laughs> there's there's yeah jackie chan, jackie chan is is um also just like I guess this was his first real big American movie because he'd done Rumble in the Bronx at this point I think, but he hadn't really. This movie made 140 million dollars. Oh, this, this movie made a ridiculous amount of huge. money. They were huge. They were huge, and actually they're um, coming up later this year in uh, Winter '98 when we get down to that. But uh, the first one. Yeah. But yeah, so but the, you see the difference. It's like three years between the first two movies, and then there's that six year break, and it seemed like they were just making it because they it was like a, it felt like a cash grab type film. Definitely was. Um, but. The thing that bothered me, like literally, I was watching the gag reel for the third one. It's like, well, maybe I'll laugh at this. <laughs> it's a shame, and I know. Literally, the gag reel for the third one is just like, well, we're doing this because this is what we do in these movies, not because we had a good time on this film. And it's it's the shortest one by far. Ooh, it was short. And um, I don't think there's one laugh in there. Yeah. But I honestly, the the sequence in two. In the casino from start to finish. So I want to talk so about memorable that. to me. Exactly. So so uh, so Rush Hour Two. Uh, let's talk about these. The yeah. way these acts are broken up. These are all ninety oh, minute movies yeah. that are all that are broken up exactly in thirty minute chunks. So that yes, third act are. of Rush Hour Two is that. And honestly, that's why um, uh, Two is so good because the first and third act are awesome. The yes. first and third act are really, really, really good. Because I didn't I didn't re- uh, realize, obviously we all love the casino stuff, mm-hmm. but I, I forgot how funny the karaoke stuff is. The karaoke, the karaoke stuff is, is super, super funny. Um, and everything on the boat is as well. Yes. The, uh, the, also God bless Rush Hour, too, <laughs> because Hispanic Chinese love plot? Oh, yeah. Can we name another movie where that happens? And it's good, too? <sighs> also, this movie steps on it all because Rush Hour 3 opens up with him saying that uh, Chris Tucker cheated. Oh, no, Chris Tucker uh, had sex with Jackie Chan's girlfriend. No, I thought he said he shot her. Oh, he shot her? Yeah. Well, no. That happens in... Doesn't he he say that he shot her in the neck or something? Oh, maybe that's what happens. Okay. I thought it was sex. And, like, she had to get a job at El Pollo Loco. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, so you got three fresher than me. No, Well, it's dumb. (laughs) (laughs) It's not memorable. No. Really? Um... Yeah, no, the, it's... It, I don't know, man. I just... 
3 had left such a bad taste in my mouth. And then, like, Criterion Channel, like, recently re- released, like, Police Story 1 and 2 on the channel. I was like, I can't watch any more Jackie Chan right now. I need a Chan break. I can't watch five. Break. I can't watch five Jackie Chan movies in the course of a I couple can. days. I just needed a break. And then, so I just went and, uh... So I could watch Tuxedo right now. <laughs> tuxedo me, Captain. Uh, yeah, well, tuxedo. You want to talk about Hobbs and Shaw? No. Okay. <laughs> I want to talk about Chris Hart. Or do you want to talk about... And by Chris Hart, I mean Kevin Hart. <laughs> the winter of 1998. Are we, well, before we do that... Give it a... Set us up. So how, how are we doing this? Do you want to do the trilogy? Do you want to do individual movies? Individual movie. Okay. Individual movie. All right. So Rush Hour. Johnny Likes. Johnny Likes. Rush Hour 2. Johnny Likes. Johnny Likes. Come on. Rush Hour 3. Give it a miss. Give it a miss. There you go. As if you had to be told. The official ratings. You know. the stream. Very few franchises go three straight. Shout out to Toy Story. Shout out to The Godfather. Famously good third movie. Anybody else? <laughs> no, the, the famously a bad third. Shout out to Captain America. That's sure. Thor of the Dark World. People love that. No, what? I know. No, mo- Shout out to... Damn, can't do Mission Impossible. Shout out to Mission Impossible 3 through anything else. Well, I think that once you That's have... You skip it. Once you have more than three... You can't count as a trilogy anymore. And then shout out to Mission Impossible for being the best one that went that long. Mission Impossible 3 is a good return. Because Mission Impossible... No, is 3 the bad one? No, 2 is the bad one. 2 is the bad one. Yeah. Are Man. there 5 good Star Wars movies? Because then it would be no, better than No, my opinion Mission is Impossible. The, there's very little good Star Wars movies. Star Wars is good. Uh-huh. Empire is good. Uh-huh. Some of Jedi is good. Uh-huh. The prequels are all pretty bad. I think, I think 1's okay. Force Awakens is okay. Um, Force Awakens is good. You're tripping. Last Jedi is very good. Rogue One has a really good ha- ending half hour. And Solo is disappointing at best. This we're going to cut, right? Nope. Okay. <laughs> Set us up. All right. Well, now... <laughs> Do you guys hear that noise? It can only mean one thing. We are buffering. We are doing the winter of 1998, which of course is the first day after New Year's week or weekend through the Thursday before the first Friday in March. Nader, what's up with the, this uh, season, dog? I'm, I'm more and more impressed every time you can just say those sentences. That, was, that one's really, off the top of the dome. It really does. So we did something a little different this time. We did actual research and we watched the trailers for all the movies in the top ten because we did do that. This season is trash, it's and a there's trash, only a couple good movies season. in it, uh, which blows. So we, but well, we, we we reported on some of the the more not famous films, so to speak. Well, I mean, just to put it this way, there were f- uh, thir- forty-seven total movies that came out in this period. Very low number, Very and low. only fourteen of them made over ten million dollars. Yeah. So in, that's in three months, right? It would be a three-month period, yeah. which it's not not great, not great. But I mean, there's a clear clear winner of the season by a, a big margin, and that's Adam Sandler's. Uh, oh, oh, I can tell by someone's face. Not a fan of this film. Uh, Adam Sandler's uh, '80s film, The Wedding Singer. It's the beginning of him doing that. Th- and I guess it's not even the beginning, but it's just it's just yet another Adam Sandler movie. That takes place in the exact same time period about a group of friends <laughs> and a love story. They're all the same. It's his first one with Drew Barrymore, though. That's exciting. True, and it's one that's written with a little more like can compassion than like the average like kind of throwaway uh, like goofy comedy. But ah, the man. Wedding Singer is pretty good. 
No, I know. I, it's not for me. It's not for me. It's it's a it's a pretty weird. Because you're not a white guy. <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I just can't connect with how awesome his life is. Yeah. Um, Do you really like like the wedding singer? I, I think I, the, but it's good. I I the wedding like singer is very funny. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I I, uh, I think it's a good use of his acting, but I don't think it's a good like movie because of that. If that makes any sense. I think that. Um, this is a good departure from the super goofiness Absolutely. of his first two movies, and and, and with that, without leaving the genre too far, I right. completely and agree. So it like, makes a lot of sense. It's a perfect transition from Happy Gilmore to this, and then to Big Daddy, which I believe is his next film after this. And you see him like actually like developing as an actor a bit. Big Daddy is much better than this. Movie. Oh, much without better. a doubt, oh. without a doubt. But um, I mean, Billy Madison is like unwatchable for me at this point. Just because like Cause the stuff, he's so over the top, oh, okay, and yeah. so ridiculous. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I mean, uh, I, I give, like I said, I give him credit for the wedding scene, but it's just not my personal cup of tea for for as far as Sandler goes. You like an oolong, and this is more of a spearmint. I guess so. You like a punch drug love. I'm more of a little Nicky. Uh, you so, like little Nicky over this? Uh, wait, you know over the wedding scene? Yeah, yeah, but again, it's not because it's a bad movie. It's just not my. Just not my cup of tea. Okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna watch this movie with Adam Sandler. That's not what I'm gonna spend my time. Okay, that's fair. Number two is sci-fi. The sci-fi thriller Sphere. Man, so everyone, John, you. I always do the recaps. You, you Sphere. tell me what the fuck this movie is about. So I don't remember this movie. I kind of remember the name. Uh, the poster is uh, uh, doesn't tell you anything. It's about aliens and a computer AI, possibly. Uh, Dustin Hoffman, Sharon Stone. Samuel L. Jackson looking very young in this. Extremely young. He looks younger in this than he did in Pulp Fiction. <laughs> he does not have a lick of facial hair. On yeah, his which is upper odd. lip. Yeah, and he didn't scream once in that trailer. No, he was he was pretty quiet. So there, nineteen ninety eight. He's actually he was like second or third build on there. He is pretty famous in nineteen ninety eight. Ninety eight. Yeah, yeah. ninety eight was. I mean, he, his name means something. In he was doing he was doing about sixteen movies a year at that point. <laughs> and uh, no, so the that. We watched the trailer, and honestly, like it's like a weird combination of like alien and like X like, not X Mike. Yeah, like you know like any the, anything like maniac. Well, whatever, the yeah. thing I was gonna say because because of the computer stuff is uh, two thousand one, but like sure, a yeah. bad version. That's what I'm saying. The, the horror movie. That's no. That that is a thing. Yeah, like may, may, yeah, exactly. Um, any computer gets its own mind. Fucking uh, uh, smart house. You know what I'm talking about? Is smart house meet that like you know smart, smart house is right? Smart house. Yeah. yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, fuck that movie. That's Spice cool. World, number three. Spice awesome. Up, you're Fire. Like... Love me some Spice World. Spice World's funny. Come on. Yeah, right? I, I think it's funny. I think Spice World's, it's, it's maybe even a little good. I, I enjoy watching I Spice World. I need to rewatch it. Time. I remember uh, How Does Game did it, and they were talking about it, and I was like, oh, this this seems better than I remember it, because I think this also came out of time, 1998, where I'm in middle school, and or no, I would still be in elementary school in 98. Yeah, I was still in elementary school, so like the idea of the Spice Girls as an elementary school boy was like, mm, nah, that's like Real? girl stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, that's girl stuff. Um, I, I like the Spice Girls music in the moment. Honestly, I definitely, I didn't, I didn't feel. I mean, I was. Oh no, I definitely liked the music, but yeah, I, I refused feel like to admit of it, it at the point. Really? As a, as a I was more. Embar- well, I, I was more embarrassed of like liking In Sync because at least Spice Girls was like all girls. I could like pretend that it was about the hot girls when yeah. it was, but it was. Also I definitely about pretended music. I like In Sync. Yeah, exactly. In Sync and Backstreet was way more embarrassed by that. Um, I was a proud uh, Spice Girl fan. Uh, Spice World, though, um, it's kind of like. Um, 
uh, it's just a it's a very goofy slapsticky type movie. It, it get it gets the vibe. It knows what it is. Yeah, it's, it's not. It's shit. not. It doesn't think anything. It's more like than Austin it. Powers meets Totally Spies. It's great. Yeah, that's fair. It's like a James Bond, Charlie's Angels esque yes. uh, feel to it. Um, um, less of the, the Charlie's Angels. They, they the trailer well, I mean, gives gives like, too much credit to the this the secret agent plot of the movie. Honestly, yeah. Um, Spice Girl's fire though. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad uh, it, it lived on. Uh, favorite Spice Girl. Um, Mel B. No, oh, of course, obviously, cool. Glad we're on the same page. Here, here, here real quick follow up. Which one's that? <laughs> black girl. Okay, that's what yeah, I meant. Yeah. I meant the black girl. She's my favorite. She's everyone, also everyone knows that. She also has the best voice. Oh, oh yeah, she's the one. She's the singer. She can actually sing. <laughs> the one that's the singer. Uh, number four on this list with twenty six million dollars is Great Expectations, which is a Gwyneth Paltrow. Ethan Hawke movie where basically they've been fucking since they were kids. That trailer no, was they're, they're not, not they're cool. Not, they're not going getting down though. Yeah, because she's gonna fuck Frank Azaria or whatever. But did you see that part? There's a part <laughs> in this trailer, <laughs> bro. There's a part in this trailer when she's uh when he's at a water fountain. Mm-hmm. She comes up to him and licks his lips and the water fountain. Mm-hmm. Disgusting. As, well, as children, no, bro. As no, adult, no, no, they do as, it as children, and then they re- they they. Oh, they do it twice. Yeah, nasty as hell. Yeah, gross. Uh, what? Also, Robert De Niro uh, is is wearing some uh, some crazy beards in this. Yeah, he goes from <laughs> Super Bowl to um, Dumbledore extra yeah. quick. He does go. It's, it, you know, it's more of a Dumbledore hair color, but it's a it's a Hagrid beard. The length. That's, to be fair, that, that is the nerdiest it's not thing the you said goddamn, so far today. Sensei from Kill Bill 2. Uh, Fallen, number five. Okay. This is a Denzel Washington movie me and you are going to see very soon. Holy crap. This looks great. Talk if this is me. on a streaming service, you might have to do it for our next movie. Because we watched the trailer good. for this. I'll this check as you're talking. Goddamn incredible. Because the basic concept of this is that uh, Denzel Washington is a, 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 assumingly either a cop or a lawyer. Hard to say. And um, uh, they, they put a man to death. And the the man's soul is is being traveled from other people and taunting him. Oh, see, I didn't even get that. Oh, that's yeah. what. Oh my god. Yeah, that's what's happening. What? That's why they keep on singing the same song. And Yo, Denzel is on some preacher's wife shit. What you talking about? No, this is some crazy ass stuff. And Denzel Washington has a line in the trailer that says, "I believe what I see, but I don't know what I just saw." Yeah, that was the part that fucking. <laughs> Hold up, so. It says, homicide detective John Hobbs witnesses the execution of serial killer Edgar Reese. Soon after the execution, the killings start again, and they are very similar to Reese's style. Oh, my God. Homicide detective John Hobbs. Denzel Washington (laughs) is in the trailer just, like, out of control. He's He's losing his mind. He's smiling at things he shouldn't be smiling at. Gandolfini makes an appearance. John Goodman makes an appearance. Oh, yeah. I I can't. It's on stars. I'll I'll be able to see it, but we're not going to do a podcast about it. Um, Number six on this list is The Borrowers. Do you take it away, Nader? I mean, come on. I know you love this movie. Now, as far as movies about white people wearing trash and being (laughs) small. It's got to be the best. I mean, it's top top four. Top right? four for top sure. Top four. I, I, would, I would slide it in right around four. Yeah. Yeah, because they definitely wear some trash in Double Dragon, but they're not small. Um, And uh, <laughs> and John Goodman, just the, the world's stingiest man. The world's stingiest man literally <laughs> hoards his own trash. Goodman. Goodman back to back on here. I mean, he's having himself a 98. He's, he's also um he's having himself about a to... to to be like a TV star, right? Isn't this like the first year of Married with Children? Isn't that like 98, like 2001? Not on Married with Children. He was on Roseanne. Roseanne, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> and sorry. I think Roseanne is... Uh, Much earlier? Am I tripping? I think it's uh, like 93, 94. Oh, okay. okay. Never mind. I don't, I, who, you know what? Don't fact check us. He made he made the transition. 
I don't um, want to know. The I difference. love the borrowers. Like you, I know I said uh, Rosanna Arquette when it was Patricia Arquette or vice versa. I don't care. <laughs> how, how do you feel about the borrowers? I liked it. I re- I think I saw it in theaters. I don't remember. I don't think I saw. I, I don't I think I saw. This feels it. more like a VHS for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um. We got. Uh, so many Harry Potter alumni up in here. Mark Williams, Jim Broadbent. Okay, I see y'all. Tom Felton. Wow. So Draco Malfoy, mm-hmm. uh, Professor Slughorn, and Wait, Draco's uh, in this movie. Yeah, and uh, the the father in the Weasley family are in this movie. Oh, <laughs> they're crushing it. Uh, so I remember. Is, actually, I remember them all now. So this, is, this is a British film. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the director is Peter Hewitt. He British as hell. Um, he British as hell. Numbers. <laughs> all right. Enough with the Denzel voice. We talked about this last episode. <laughs> Um, the, uh, the number six, no, I'm sorry, the number, number seven, seven uh, movie on this list rain. as I recover from John's hard voice. Rain. The trailer rain. poses this question to you. Take everything you know about Mother Nature and everything you know about human nature plus three million dollars and rain. And you have the recipe for a perfect crime. <laughs> Word for word, that's what that's how this trailer ends. So, this movie is ridiculous. Oh, um, I, I I have it I have it on the on a category, but have we you haven't have you haven't done any categories yet, right? We haven't done cool. any categories. Awesome, yet. Just checking. And the number eight movie on the list is the Replacement Killers. John, tell them what that is. This is in a white voice, please. This I know it's is I just come back. This is my normal voice. No, no. <laughs> Um, this is actually a uh, the directorial debut of Antoine Fuqua, famously known for, I guess, Training Day would be his most famous movie. Yeah. Uh, or The Equalizer 2. Do you think that's his most famous film? The Equalizer 2? <laughs> it's got to be up there. It's definitely his most recent film. Just saying. Um, is it actually? Yeah, it is. Uh, so, yeah, Antoine Fuqua somehow got um, Chow Young Fat to star in his movie. Well, it's produced by... Um, Who's Chow Young Fat's uh, John guy? Woo. John Woo, yeah. John Woo. John Woo pr- produced it. It doesn't look like it looks like a John Woo movie. Yeah, it looks like a, it looks like a, a lower end John Woo movie. It's also. got Mia, um, Mina Sorvino, and uh, he's like an assassin who also, doesn't want to do a job, and then they have replacement killers come to try and kill him. Correct. Uh, but it's super stylized, pretty cool. It's one of those movies where I've seen bits and pieces of it, never seen the whole thing. Uh, been meaning to watch that, and uh, yeah, it's getting Fuqua on the map in '98. The uh, the cast is rounded out with Clifton Collins Jr., Danny Trejo, yeah, uh, Till Schwiger too, um, and Michael Rooker. So that's a that's oh a, yeah, Michael Rooker's in it. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a solid looking movie. We're we'll gonna have to check yep. out soon. Wow, number so, nine's a movie I've seen way too many times. This <laughs> oh man, you 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 tell him you tell him why because I'm white. <laughs> You're right. I should tell them. Number nine is Half Baked, a movie that made seventeen million dollars, but should have made fifty billion dollars, right? Because it's the greatest. And thing And it's ever. also the name of a Ben and Jerry's flavor. It is, and should be, because it's great. It's um, delicious. I just watched this movie today. You did, Samson. Can't <laughs> believe it. Uh, this movie is. Doctor said movies. I need a backyotomy. <laughs> like literally, like there's a thousand quotables from this movie. Uh, I, I, I just. But or not. One of my favorite things in this movie is only in the Comedy Central cut, mm. where uh, when uh, uh, Jim Brewer's character is trying to walk over the dead dog, he accidentally steps on the dog's head, oh and God. for whatever reason, in the Comedy Central version of it, it 
replays that scene like so he steps on the dog's head and then it rewinds like half a oh, second no. and he steps on the dog's head oh again. oh i know yeah no i know what you're talking about now yes yeah. oh man yeah. and that always cracked me up the oh my god the uh i didn't know the horse had diabetes like every line oh, in that movie so so funny hey buddy do me a favor clean the rest of this shit up i'll be right back <laughs> scientist <laughs> uh yeah i still to this day call this movie a little it's too much so so my man is a mime on top of the roof oh my lord it's so um funny. doug benson famously hates the ending of this movie because he what? chooses the girl over wheat <laughs> Oh yeah, so I actually uh, agree with Doug Benson. I, I, I don't. I mean, I don't hate the movie because of that, but I do think he's right. That is a that is a, a strange message, well, both in the time and even now. Well, so this movie. The funny thing about this movie is that it has a weird juxtaposition that it's so pro weed, except for everything that happens with Mary Jane, because apparently weed made her dad like his life fall apart. He and, sold weed and went to jail. For yeah, so like it had like he a, seemed like a strict. I mean, shitty criminal. Uh, yeah, but, oh, man, the date that he goes on Mary Jane where he has no money oh, is one date. of the best scenes Don't mind if I history. do. <laughs> <laughs> My lord, when he takes the money. It's it's fantastic with the, the running counter. Oh. the uh, I love the, instead of the sex scene, they do the montage of those photos, and one of them is just him holding her boobs and her looking at the camera very confused. <laughs> Uh, great. Oh great. my god. Everything uh everything my man says that ends with B is the best. Yeah, Scarface is great. Scarface. No window love. Go sell the weed. <laughs> yeah, gonna get and tell him though. Yeah. Good stuff. Love oh it. my god. Love it, love it, love it. Alright, and number ten uh is Dark City. A now, a cult classic. No, I I never heard of this movie. I don't know what it's about. I watched the trailer. It's like the, it's like the Matrix on some dumb shit. Yeah, it's, it's it's it just, is Matrixy. For sure. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, again, I haven't seen it either. I think it's based off some other uh, dumb shit. But I, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, how about who cares? And let's just do eleven because it's the Blues Brothers two thousand. A very good movie. Oh, not her. Come on. No. Come on. No. For the wrong reasons, but yes. No, this is not a good movie. It's a very good movie. No, it's not. Come on. Why do you like it? Music the alone. No, the music is only okay in this movie. Come on. Did you see the original Blue Brothers? I, yeah, and okay. it's better, for sure. Yes. <laughs> but that's like saying Ghostbusters oh. 2 isn't good in the Ghostbusters, but you know what it's not like. By the way, Ghostbusters 2 that's too far. is one of the most overrated movies of all time. That oh, oh so then thank you. Oh, cool. So no, right it's not good. Oh, cool. I was. I thought I was going too far. Oh, and by the way, I will get hate, I will get hate for this because I know people that think that movie is really good. But I think I think it's solid. Yeah, Ghostbusters two and Blues Brothers two thousand are both solid. It's apparently got a list. <laughs> hey man, sequels are hard to do. Blues Brothers two thousand is not good, and without Jim Belushi and changing to, to John Goodman it doesn't work. Is it John Goodman again? Wait, how many movies? You <laughs> you don't like John Goodman? Uh, he's not that good in this. Also, I don't think Dan Aykroyd's a good actor. Oh, he isn't. But you wow, I wow. You don't like John Goodman in, in this Bruce. movie? Wow. No. That's pretty rough, man. I, I don't, don't know don't if I like to hear that. Good. Wow. All right. Just skip ahead a little bit because I don't know what 12 is and we didn't watch the trailer for it. 16. Uh, 13. Oh. Senseless. Ooh, Senseless. Marlon Wayne. Where he loses his senses. Wait, wait. And what's it called? Senseless. What's the plot? He loses his senses. <laughs> okay. 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 Um... Yeah, that movie is pretty over the top, but uh, still, you know, I, 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 I would, I would watch it if it was on. I wouldn't seek it out, but I, I enjoyed Tesla's. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, it's a dumb Marlon Wayans film. Like he, this is a time where he didn't have his brother with him, so. <laughs> um, <laughs> skipping down to oh, we gotta talk about this. Yes, yeah, sixteen and seventeen. I don't know if you have any more after these. These are the last two that I have. Uh, sixteen. Uh, yeah. You say say the title. I don't understand. It is pronounced. Krippendorf's tribe. Krippendorf's tribe. 
is a movie about an anthropologist mm-hmm. that's supposed to have some big discovery. He was given $100,000 yeah. to find the last tribe in Papua New Guinea, and he couldn't find it. So he instead decides to keep the money and pretend there's a tribe with his family. All of his kids are in blackface. Yep. On top of, no, rather under tribal makeup on top of the blackface, I should say. Um, is... There's literally two levels of appropriation on every <laughs> member of his family, including himself, throughout the trailer of this movie. Just throughout the trailer of this movie. What's the name again? Say the name again. Crippendorf's Tr- uh, Tribe. Crippendorf's Tribe. We have to watch this We have tribe. to watch this movie. It looks nuts. It literally, I mean, I no exaggeration. Leon. It looks like Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but like I made the family Aborigine. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's like, that, that's, it, it's kind of like that. Um, and then filmed it's, it. Well, it's like, um, it's like Wag the Dog, but <laughs> they're faking a thing. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, no, it's, uh, Natasha Leone's in that too. Out of nowhere. I that's uh, that's unfortunate. I, I I bet she wishes she wasn't. This is right before uh, she did American Pie. I've never seen the lead guy in anything again. Richard Dreyfus. That's Richard Dreyfus. Is the, he's the that's, lead? Yeah. That's what he looked like in 1998. Yeah, this is past Mr. Holland's Opus, man. Whoa! Wow! Wow! He doesn't look anything like Richard Dreyfus to me in that movie. I, I he was a, a, a unrecognizable. And that's to me. Jenna Elfman from uh, Dharma. And she, no, she she looked the same. She looked the exact same. Yeah. Um, well, this is on the time of Dharma Gregor. Wow, that's what Richard. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then number seventeen, Stargate. I don't know if you saw Stargate. I don't know what that is. You don't know this? No. Um, basically, uh, a kid that finds a like a an if Iron Man was made out of like alien shit. Um, he finds that. Yeah, and it's like it's pretty gross. It kind of looks like shit. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That does sound kind of sound familiar. This is what the cover looks like. Star kid? Never mind. Don't yeah. know it. Who's that kid? Metal alien? No idea. Alright. Yeah. Uh, the only other one I had to talk about was... Um, Hit me. Well, it was Phantoms came out. Uh, ben Affleck's superhero movie. What? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea that's what Phantoms was. You should have told me. We would have watched the trailer for that. Phantoms? Yeah, Phantoms with Ben Affleck. It's uh. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, bad. Ooh, and Peter O'Toole. Oh, man. Peter O'Toole, Rose McGowan, Liev Shriver. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Liev's the second movie lot of, of, this, uh, uh, of this season. A lot of the stream uh, applications being put in today by uh, 1998's winner, I gotta say. And there's one other movie there, that, uh, Kissing the Fool, which is a movie I've seen many times that is a very bad movie that oh, I've got. Uh, it's with David Schwimmer is trying to get Jason Lee, who's his best friend since childhood, to hit on his fiance to find out if she's the right girl. But then it turns out that Jason Lee and his fiance were made for each other. Awesome. It's a spin on the classic love triangle. Can't wait to never see this movie. It's not good. Never mind. It's not Application good. revoked. Um, categories? Let's do it. All right. Hit me up. Um, worst title. What do you got? Okay, so my worst title is I Love You, Don't Touch Me. I, I thought about that. The movie, it's just such a stupid name. I love it so much. I love you, don't touch me. I love me. you, don't touch me. Uh, I put Men With Guns. That's your worst title? That's a bad title. I could see that being a good Western. Okay, maybe. And the other title I have is, um, what year did, What year was this? 98. Okay. Blues Brothers 2000. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. That's a good setup, though. That's a good setup. <laughs> Um, so for, in the category of surprise that I haven't seen, yes. I put hard rain for this reason. Okay. So that is a VHS that I've had since oh. it came out. So literally to this day, it still resides at my family house. We have the VHS hard rain and I've never seen it. Hard rain. Yeah. Surprised I haven't seen Christian it. Christian Slater and Morgan Freeman in a fucking cowboy hat soaking wet. 
what did I put for? Oh, uh, Phantoms. I actually never seen Phantoms, but uh, oh yeah, for sure, Ben Affleck. So that's one that I wanted to see. Um, uh, Shelf Life. Yeah, I have Senseless. Oh, okay. I put Half Baked. Okay. Okay. Nice. Interesting. Okay. Because uh, Half Baked is the movie that I've definitely, out of all these movies, seen the most by a like. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, same. And the, then it was one of those things when I first started, uh, you know, imbibing on uh, marijuana. Imbibing. I don't think that's. It's I think incorrect. that's just it's drink not, related. That's actually. I think 100% that's just incorrect. liquid related. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, that was something that we had. You had to watch it. <laughs> those were the rules. Um, I just like census because though it's like broken up into segments of census. I can just come in for the part when like he yeah. just doesn't have like touch or something. Uh, I remember him drooling in a lot in one scene. Um, so for career start, I think we both have Antoine, Antoine Fuqua. Fuqua for replacement killers, of course. Young Fuqua getting it popping. And uh, what's your uh, favorite movie? Uh, favorite movie is uh, I, I lost my train of thought. Um, my favorite movie is Half Baked. Mm-hmm. And my the best movie I put the Wedding Singer, but I really like wasn't sure. Okay, so my favorite movie I put Blues Brothers two thousands, and the God best movie damn. I put Half Baked. But we we approach this exercise differently. I do not want any movie in two categories, so that's why that happened. Yeah, but I mean, uh, I go Half Baked is the favorite best. But see, if I, have to I follow up, you know. my heart, mm-hmm. and my heart will go on. Cool, great, Titanic. <laughs> By the way, so find out a little info about Titanic to, just to cover... And hear anything, and hear anything you just said. <laughs> Fair enough. All gibberish. Uh, <laughs> quick follow-up on Titanic. Um, it was expected to be a disaster at the box office. Oh. It was uh, getting like very bad uh, press leading up to the movie, and they had a bunch of production issues. And then it... Uh, uh, I want to say it seeded it a lot. So my uh, two episodes ago, when I was saying... Uh, it was like uh, expected to be big. I was uh, off by a long shot. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm uh, on uh, the stream pod on Instagram. Titanic fans official uh, posted wow at our clip. Hey, I, uh, I saw that. That's I really cool. felt special. Yeah, <laughs> that was the best. Uh, we had a we had a really good comment about uh, someone that saw that uh, that tricked. The, their teacher into uh, watching uh, Flubber over and over again, which I really respected. Oh, what was that? I didn't see that. Um, I have to look it up. Give me one second. All right, we'll vamp. All right. Uh, I think that uh, if you guys aren't uh, paying attention to uh, the Instagram page, Nodder's putting up some good stuff there. And on his stories, apparently he's only talking about comic book news. <laughs> comic book movie news. That seems to be the only thing that comes up in the story. It's what I do, baby. But I feel like... because uh, that's what every movie is, guys. I feel like Nodder wants to do that on his own page. But uh, now he's got an excuse to do it on the movie-centric one. <laughs> but no, I, it's uh, we have a lot of good stuff on the Instagram page, so you guys should definitely check it out. Uh, I can't find it. I'll, 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 I'll do it again. All right, don't worry okay, about sorry. it. But um, yeah, so I think that, um, that well, that's it for the Winter 98, right? You got anything else? No, sir. I think we did it. Any uh, Anything you're excited about looking into the rest of the year in 98? Mm. We got some uh, some epics coming out. Oh, we do, we do. At least I'm gonna one in particular. Get in more trouble for not liking a lot of classic movies. I you can't don't. Wait. We'll save in Private Ryan's and do episodes for now. And if you don't like that, we may have to end this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I'll see you guys never because I guess the podcast is over. This is gonna be tough. Steven Spielberg's overrated. Holla at me. Take us out, John. Steven Spielberg is overrated. That is a definite fair. I've thing won. To say. I did it. You didn't win. I'm agreeing with you Shit. because it's accurate. Oh fuck. <laughs> He's no Scorsese. He ain't gonna be in Rush Hour Three. God damn it. That's how we should end the podcast. No. 
Um, Come on. <laughs> real quick. Yeah. Next episode, mm. what are we doing? Oh, fuck. Do we, we, gotta, we know? We got to tell the people. Is there an answer? I'm, I'm, I'm There's curious. always an answer. Oh, what's the answer? What are we doing? The, the favorite. favorite. Which is on HBO Go or now. If you, you, you pay for HBO. Uh, Any of the HBOZs. For your HBOZs and your HP nosies. Yeah. So that's going to do it for us this week. Um, follow us on Instagram. What's the call? What is it? The Stream Pod. T H E S T R E A M P O D. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, it helps us out. Tell tell a friend. You know. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell you tell. Well, you know what? Just don't tell your friends what to do. But tell your girl to get a girl. T- you can do that if you want. I mean, I don't care. But I would like you to go tell someone that you know that likes funny people's talking about things to be like. Ho hey, where you ho at? Boy, this is so. Uh, this might be the last We be in the city. Sorry. Titty. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, you started with titty and you end with titty. Titty, titty, titty. Get out of here. That's titty. the way life is. This is the Stream Pod. It's been a pod blast. Hello and welcome to the stream. My name is John Carlo Altuve, and joining me as always, Nader Samara. I messed that up. Let's do it one more time.